everyone, Edna Kimball, Edna Sells, Century 21 Wright Real Estate, and welcome to today's episode on how to real estate. And we have an OG, I guess. <laughs> that's, sure. that's a good way to put it. We have Scott Gassaway joining us. He is currently with Chenoweth and Cohen out of, is Broken Arrow your primary? Uh, Tulsa. Tulsa. South, South Tulsa. South Tulsa. Okay. <clears throat> um, and we have done dozens of deals together. At least over the yeah, last four years. Yeah, maybe more than dozens. Um, Scott is my referral partner for that area. And um, we have three over there and Scott does a phenomenal job. Oh, thank you. So Scott, tell us, and this is the crazy part. So four years we've worked together. Yes. And we met the first time. Today. Today. <laughs> say that like my best service people like the the roofers the electricians I never actually meet these people I wouldn't know them if I passed them because when you do the thing that you're supposed to do right. you know lots and, of texting yeah 10 years ago you always met people in person yes. but now it's through, via text it's, it's via email and everything else but uh interesting how you guys came to me is yes. through somebody that used to be on my team, right. Amy Yarnell Carter. Yes. And her dad was really good with books and multi-level marketing, a very dynamic personality. As, as, is Amy. as Amy. <laughs> Amy. Amy was one of my favorites. And and I hadn't talked to her for about two years after she left uh, my team and, and came down here. When she called me, said, are you still doing real estate? I said, well, of course I am. Yeah, what what else would I do? do? Yeah. And um, she says, well, great. Let me I have Edna, the lady I work with, needs a good referral up there. And that's when you first sent me somebody and yeah. it went smooth and we've just been going. Click, click, click. Now I wish yeah. I could send you more, but I just don't have many people Not moving in this direction. People, yeah, more people moving into the Tulsa right. Broken Arrow area. So so because we really don't know each other right. other than through the work, tell us what your what what do you do when you're not real estating? What's your family life look like? Uh well I have two children. One okay. is twenty four years old. Sorry, 23, Katie. Uh, <laughs> she's 23 years old. She just graduated from University of Central Oklahoma in oh, Edmond. She played four years of soccer for the Broncos down there. Oh, wow. And she is starting PA school at OU Tulsa in June. Oh. And my youngest son is 20 years old. My youngest, not my youngest son, but my youngest <laughs> is 20. And he's at Oklahoma State in mechanical engineering. And um, my wife is in the event business. She's executive vice president of event operations for a company called Endeavor, which used to be Pinwell Publishing Company out of Tulsa. Okay. I met her in Southern California when I was umpiring in the minor leagues. I spent five years as an umpire getting yelled at. I was telling Jill I got yelled at for a living. Uh, met yeah, her. You still do. I do. I still get yelled at for a living. But she uh, she worked for one of the ball clubs, and we just developed a relationship. And she moved to Tulsa, and we got married. And I retired from baseball and was in the wine and spirit business for a year. And then realized that the best way to make unlimited funds by working, you know, yeah, hard would be in real estate. Yeah. You know, because it's based on you. You work hard, you make money. If you don't, you don't make money. So it's a difficult business for some that aren't self-motivated. Right. But if you're self-motivated, uh, it's a fantastic career to go into. Um, and if you're semi-motivated, get on a team. Yes. No, absolutely. Because I'm sure I don't know your how you set your team up, but I provided everything for everybody on my team: uh, signs, uh, cards, uh, expertise, and all I asked them to do is just go sell, and then I made a small portion off what they did. Yeah. But I, I basically was Papa Bear, you know, yeah, Mama yeah, Bear for yeah. you, I'm sure. But um, so then I came back and and. My father officiated football since the uh, the 60s. I uh, worked in their arena league, not the arena, but the World League, the uh, USFL, and major college basketball and football for years. So I was always an official. Again, just loved getting yelled at. 
Uh, worked 12 years in Conference USA as a college football official. Was, had the pleasure of working four bowl games, one conference championship game. Was in Yankee Stadium, worked in the Hawaii Bowl. Oh my goodness. Um, so that's kind of what I did, and real estate gave me the opportunity to do that because I set my own hours and I had my team and I was able to leave on a Friday and come back on Sundays. Wow, so, but great. currently I like to play a lot of golf. I was fortunate enough to get 190 rounds in last year. Don't like to really admit that out in public, but, <laughs> but real estate and, and once you're in it for so long and you stop chasing right. real estate, it comes to you. Yeah, and, and just before the camera started, I clarified, he was trying to explain how he does real estate. I was like, look, we all know you're relational. Yeah, I mean, yeah. absolutely. I, I actually tease my clients when I, you know, we become friends. I mean, they're clients slash friends. And so when they say they're relocating and mm. I send them to you, I let them know you better not love him more than me because <laughs> they always call and say, Oh my gosh, thank you so Good. much for sending us Good. to Scott. You know, and I'm like, okay, but I'm still your favorite, right? right, right? right, right. You know, so. Well, the, and everybody that you've sent up this way, it's, there hasn't been a single situation that hasn't worked out perfectly. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's just kind of the way I live my life, though. I just know that what's meant to be is going to be. Absolutely. And so if we don't get this house, it'll be the next one. And I just try to, if you will, comfort the client and say, yeah. Yeah. hey, just, this isn't it. This is yeah. the one that you're supposed to have. We'll find it. Yeah. Um, that's what happened just the other day with, with the clients you just sent. Oh, perfect. So, good, good. I'm so excited for them. But, so, yeah. Okay, so then how did you end up, you were in California, how did you end up in the Tulsa market? Well, I was born and raised in Tulsa. Oh, my parents okay. are from Tulsa. My mother was uh, one of the, uh, I guess, OGs of the piano teaching business. And she taught all over the country it, called pedagogy, which was teaching teachers how to teach. So she went to the University of Tulsa and helped set up the uh, music program at University of Tulsa back in the 60s. And so she had a big, large piano school here. And my, my father was a First Amendment attorney and a criminal defense attorney in Tulsa. And uh, so and he went to the University of Tulsa as well. So I was raised and went to a small private elementary school that my grandmother owned oh in Tulsa. God. It was called <laughs> Ann Simpson's New School for Elementary Education on the corner of 18th and Detroit. So my graduating sixth grade class had six people in it. Oh my gosh. So yeah. I was, you know, always nurtured when I was young. Um, parents both were so busy, so I had to kind of figure things out. Uh, didn't fare well in school much past that. Didn't School wasn't for me. Um, I consider myself more the street smart intuitive guy. Which I <clears> want to <throat> say, those make the best realtors. Without question. Right? Because Absolutely. you've got to figure it out on the fly yep. and, and solve the problem and yeah. keep things moving forward. Yeah. And to that note, what most people don't understand about real estate, the clients, mm -hmm. and, and even some of my friends, this is not a sales position. Oh, not at all. You know, everybody thinks, and even my mom, before they passed away, my mom was like, why didn't you sell my, tell them that where they could put their furniture? I said, mom, I can't sell your house. My job is to get from point A to point B from a contractual standpoint and protect you from a legal standpoint mm -hmm. and solve problems. Right. That's what you pay me for, you know, not to sell a house. Yeah. You know, and I you work primarily with buyers too, don't you? Primarily with buyers, um, listings, uh, occasionally, I probably had seven or eight listings last year, oh, okay. but I probably had 20 buyers. Okay. You know, yeah. it's, it's primarily, I, I enjoy working the buyers uh, yeah. better. I enjoy the, the the attitude that most of the buyers have okay. and, and just the warmth knowing that they're looking for what they want to have. Yeah. Sometimes on the sales side, you deal with sellers that aren't agreeable to what your professional opinion may be. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, the price point. And, and, <laughs> and 
you know, a lot of the demands of you're going to do an open house Saturday and Sunday and these things. Um, and, and I just, I personally, I just don't do an open houses anymore. Okay. Now I have someone doing for me if somebody really oh, okay. wants to do. So you still believe in open I houses? I still believe okay. in them. Uh, we, we think open houses are the yeah. holy grail here. So. Yeah, up in Tulsa it's a little different because people will drive by the neighborhoods that they want to live in and then they'll just see a sign and they'll pop in. Gotcha. So it, it's a little bit different and you have a lot of nosy neighbors. When I stopped doing the open houses was when I realized that most of the people coming lived in a neighborhood and they would give me false names on oh the sign-in sheets. So you try to call and it's some grandma and... <laughs> So I just was like, it's not worth my time or my seller's time yeah. if it, if they live there to vacate the property, get it all ready and vacate for two and a half, three hours. Yeah. So, And one of the things that we really push on this podcast is being the local expert. Mm -hmm. Completely different markets. Am I allowed to sell in Tulsa? Absolutely. Yep. Legally, ethically, all of that. But at the end of the day, it's not in my client's best interest for me to try to run up there and show them a home. I don't know the neighborhood. I don't mm -hmm. know that that's a standard thing for open houses up there. Yeah. And the same for Scott doesn't come here. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So and, being the expert in your area. And it's, you know, with MLS, it's helped to make us experts in any, you know, you can sure. become an expert in Broken Arrow in probably five hours if you get online and look at neighborhoods. And However, you don't want to do that because that's not that's not where your focus needs to be. Right. You know, right. whereas there's people up here and, and, and like if I had someone moving here, I don't want to come all the way down here and yeah. I know that you would handle it perfectly. So uh, we've even had a situation, you've called me and asked, hey, would you sell somebody here? And I'm like, yes. too far. I'm not going to, right. to, to Keystone right. Lake. I Again. just, it's not worth my time and effort to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. but then I, I was able to get you to somebody, I think. Absolutely. That, that a referral, so. referral. Right. Right. <laughs> so what do you think right now is kind of the biggest challenge in your market? Man, just, just, Kind of what we talked about before we came on air, uh, the, the fact that the price range is under 350 right now. You have so many buyers that are sitting here waiting for the perfect house to pop. Mm -hmm. And when it does, we'll say 20 oh, buyers. Eight of those 20 will run out in the next 24 to 36 hours to see it. And because they feel this pressure, you're going to get five or six offers above full price. And so it gives the illusion of a very strong market. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the market at whole, inventory, numbers, and then above that, you see that the whole overall market is declining a little bit in Tulsa area. So, um, and what I find in because we have even discussed like state, global, national, right. even if our market is strong, if someone in California, Texas, Colorado, mm -hmm. if their markets are weak and they can't sell, then they can't come here to buy. Correct. And You're we're right? seeing so an inversion of that right now. Yeah. That's why our market, in my opinion, in Tulsa is still fairly strong in that 350. Mm -hmm is we're getting an influx, a lot of the people in my company, buyers from California that are investing here in ah, rental properties yeah. still, even okay. though that even though commercial money has gotten much higher, right. they're still coming in paying cash. So people are starting to vacate California. My last two clients were from out of state, okay. uh, from either coast, yeah. and they just said, we gotta get out. Lady that you sent me, I won't mention the name, but uh, the Midtown, okay, the yes. Midtown yeah. referral, uh, I showed it, I called her and asked to show it before we went on market. We're not on market yet, but and it was to another realtor, my company, that asked if I didn't hit pockets in Midtown. It was a 28-year-old couple wow. down here looking at a 1.3 million dollar. I was going to say for that house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they live on. Uh, they currently live on Wall Street in Manhattan in a small townhome or a, a flat. Yeah. 
that's like a thousand square feet and they're paying 4,500 a month. Oh my gosh. So you're seeing, and I'm like, why would you choose here? And they're like, we just had to get out of, out of there. My wife knows a friend here. Here we are. And so many of them can work from anywhere in the world. So. Yeah, and after COVID, yeah. you had so much. My wife, you know, who was in this event business, she wasn't traveling for two years, and but so she worked from home, set up a nice big office at home, and so she still works fifty percent from home, and then we'll travel when needed. But so we're seeing still the remnants of this coming mm -hmm. uh, from out other states. But I think once we get the global issues roll over into the United States yeah. with the banks, uh, with Evergrande, who's a large holder of, of bonds in the real estate market in the country. Mm -hmm. That just went default, these banks going default. So I think we are in for a short term, really hard time. Yeah. Um, so if you had someone who needed to sell, would you would you advise them to wait until next spring? Would you say, wait till midsummer? Wait till... Great question. The only problem with that is if it was just the sell and they didn't have to pick up anything, I would mm -hmm. say, let's get it on the market right now because we are still in, especially under four or $500,000. Yeah. We're still in that market where there's still a demand for it. And the Tulsa broken air. Tulsa broken air. 400,000 is right. not a strong thing in our market right, right now. So, but in, in our market up, up in Tulsa, it's, it's that, you know, three fifty four hundred and down. If you have to sell, sell it now mm -hmm. because the rates in my opinion, and from what my research is, will jump up. I think a little bit more, you know, mm -hmm. seven and a half, maybe 8%, mm -hmm. kind of like when, back when I bought my house at 12%. But so even though eight seems high now, it's considerably historically comparative to, you know, the, the late nineties when I bought my first house and it was at 12 and a half percent. Now, if you had the opportunity to sell and you had a rental property that was coming open and you could go live in there, mm -hmm. That's your ideal situation. One of my clients just did that. We got their house sold for 20% over what I thought it would sell for. Wow. And they Good moved job. into their rental and they're just sitting tight in their rental until things sell. Cause they're looking into five to six. Okay. So they're just sitting there TikTok watching it continue to go down 10,000 every two weeks. Yeah. So they're waiting to, you know, till that adjusts, but definitely a different market down here. I did a little bit of research on Tahlequah just before I came down and you guys are still just humming Tahlequah's along because the, the price range and everything down here. It's, yeah. it's, and, and, and we have so much new industry. <clears throat> yes. So there's still a, a housing need, but again, we do kind of top out, mm -hmm. you know, we don't go as quite as high as you do. So yeah, yeah. but it's, it's a very good market yeah. balanced for you from what I see a little bit favoring the sellers at this time still. Um, at least that's what I kind of picked up oh. on or no. But you know what you said before the cameras started rolling, they really need to be spit shined yes. and priced properly. Without we're, question. We're not in the price range that we were six months ago or this time last year. So um, also what I love is when people know their stats and you were, you were throwing out some pretty solid stats. Mm. So share those with us on the MLS as far as the listings. So when it comes to kind of what I do and how I approach my business in, in Tulsa is I work from home now. I, I no longer chase it. A lot of it just comes to me. I play a lot of golf, like I mentioned, but I do every Monday. I, I'm a very stat driven person. I, I, I study, like I mentioned, global markets, regional markets. And when it comes to Tulsa, I've been following the MLS since before COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to be on average about 12,000 to 125 uh, total inventory. And that of course encompasses down here. It encompasses you fall, it encompasses Northeast. Um, and I think most people don't realize that they were actually on the same multi-list as the Tulsa market. So yeah. that's why it kind of works. Okay. So 
then then COVID hit and things started getting kind of weird everywhere. And we got to a low, I think it was in November, a low of 2,800 houses active on the market. Mm -hmm. uh, it's now since as of this past Monday up to 3,650, I believe it was yesterday when I when I did my m Monday morning check. But so what I do is I'll go down and look at how many actives and then I'll do a pending for the last eight days. Okay, from the previous Monday to this Monday. So I'll pull, and I do it in, in increments of 100,000. So I'll do 100 to 200, 200, 300, 300, 400, 400, 500, and above 500. I do it every Monday morning. So those of you who watch me. <laughs> Great minds. I do it. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I do the same thing with with uh, closed, but I only do closed for the last 14 days. Okay. Okay, I don't go back to the, the 90 days because a rolling... 15 to 30 days is going to give you a better indicator of what's happening in the last 15 because this market is changing rapidly. It's like a moving target, as I tell my clients, and you've got to just kind of keep adjusting to it. It's, yeah. And being aware of those stats makes a big difference. And that's why it's important to have a professional realtor. I mean, there's still a lot of people that say, well, I just want to sell it myself. You know, in normal markets, okay, you know, yeah. you can call me with a question and, and I'll suggest that. But right now, because of what we just talked about, the moving target, it could, it could change tomorrow. It, in a blink of an eye, right. everything could flip upside down. Yeah. yeah. And interestingly enough, I've had a few for sale by owners um, put their home on the market, secure a buyer, and then when the appraisal came in, all bets were off. Mm -hmm. And what I'm finding is that the appraisers trust the professionals that were pricing the homes right and getting them into contract. Absolutely. Whereas when it's too um, layman, the, the appraiser's not comfortable with those numbers. Absolutely. So, That's a great point. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate, but they had to kind of back up and involve us in that process. So yeah, we're seeing a lot of that in Tulsa and I, and I haven't figured out why yet, nor have I really called all the realtors and asked, but we're seeing, I don't know if you see it down here, but we're seeing a number of homes back on the market within two weeks. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's appraisal issues because I, I look at the price of, I'm like, that's within the range. I don't know if these people are falling out of contract on their houses or inspections, but that I, it's just odd to me. I've never seen so many houses what I think come back. Some of that is happening and, and <clears throat> we're actually pushing our buyers to do this. They're using pre-approval letters that are still viable because they're within 90 Six, days, 90 days yeah. but those numbers are not accurate anymore. Because of the rates yeah. increases. And so we've, we've actually started really kind of pushing, if I've got the seller, I'm going to want, you know, a pre-approval letter within the last 10 days. So, because it really can change that much. Yeah. And, and now with insurance going up, um, between the insurance and the interest rates, you may have been pre-approved for, you know, 300,000 and, and you're now still pre-approved, but you're not comfortable with those house payments. Yeah, so that, yeah. that might be it. Yep. Check into that. But it's, so. it's the one thing I haven't really gone down that rabbit hole yet is trying to figure out why I'm seeing so many yeah. come back on the market in this price range that's, that's a, a And it's not good for the market. It's not. It's, it's, it's not at all. It so. gives like a false, um, almost like a dark cloud over a property when that's not necessarily the case. So. It is. And, and yeah. going back to what you were saying that I didn't, we didn't touch further on about making sure the listing is spit shined and, and perfect nice. and clean. It's best to always have your, your, your professional realtor come over week, two weeks prior to potential listing and go through it. Like you're a buyer. I'm yes. going to buy your home. What would turn me off to this? And they have to understand that it's not personal. No, and not they, at all. you know, I, I have to do it to sell my I, home. I know. Yeah, and I couldn't yeah. sell my house right now. Right. I, oh, to, yeah. 
but well, we, we live one way, but when you go to sell, it should be another It's your professional way. opinion on Absolutely. what you should do. And I tell all the listing clients, I've told the, the yes. Midtown person, yeah, mm -hmm. I said, when I come in, I'm going to tell you brutally honest. Yeah. And if you don't like what I have to say, there's a lot of other people that you can call up that will gladly tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> I said, but I'm not in the business now. It can cost you I'm a lot I'm in the money. business of selling your home yeah. for the most amount of money possible. Yeah. Um, so, the, and, and some people are getting... After 20 years, you've learned to let it roll yes, as, yeah. as, a, as a professional realtor. But there, there were times where they were like, I disagree with everything you said, leave. And I'm like, gladly. Oh, wow. Well. I mean, of course, we're a little different market. We don't, you know, down that's here true, most everybody. That's true, But, yeah. you know, and used to have these people will call me and they'll say, we'd love to come interview you. And as and this sounds maybe a little arrogant, but it's, it's I don't mean it to come this way. Yeah. But in the last three or four years... I say, how many other people are you going to interview? Well, we have two other appointments. I said, I'll tell you what, I don't interview for, for listings anymore. I'm a referral base. I'd love to take care of you. You call me after those two interviews if they don't go well and you want to talk to me at that point. Okay. And what it does is it helps eliminate me now at this stage of my career yeah. from wasting the time away from my family, away from home, to go to this thing. I'm not a dog and pony show. I don't have, I don't have PowerPoint presentations. I go and talk to you. Right, right. You know, so it's, and a lot of them, those are individuals looking for the least expensive. Correct, so and that's that's the other I'm reason I say person. that. That's, I know you're not, and that's that's not. You know, yeah. all of my business right now, I would say ninety five percent of my business is point to point, person to person referrals. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And and that's where we, that's what we get after twenty five years or twenty Absolutely. years of, of qualified service. Results. Results. Bo yeah. Bottom line is, right. I, it's funny. I see your your. Uh, 2.1 days when I was first in and was on a, on a large team and there was a lot I had a lot of cash investors and a lot of I was selling you still got me but I was selling one every 2.5 days and oh, that was my great, that was on yeah. all my marketing and ever time you know home sold every 2.5 days yeah, yeah. so I, I saw the 2.1 I was yeah. like gosh we you really got need to update that a little to, to, to 1.5 <laughs> I haven't ran those numbers lately but I'm sure I'm they're awfully still, close I'm still comfortable with them well yeah. you know it is two different markets and and just based upon some of the things we've talked about that's why I think it's so important to work with someone local and so if you're looking to sell or purchase in the Tulsa Broken Arrow Bigsby go into a little bit Bro of Broken Arrow Bigsby Jinx Owasso Skytook Collinsville I work pretty much about 20 to 30 miles around okay you know Kawita to the east is about as far as I like you to say go. about an hour drive about a little smaller, okay. About, so you know, about a, a micro expert, I like it. About like about it. forty miles. Okay, and there um, has to be there has to be like a golf course within sight to take the deal. No, or? no, 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 not at all. Uh, okay. I, I, I enjoy I enjoy any type of listing, any type of uh, business. Uh, I just like I just mentioned though, I don't really interview for listings. Sure. If it's referred to me, I, I've asked you, I've asked you know Randy, who just sent me a, a lady yes, in, in yes. West Tulsa. Um, which I, if she's around, I need to talk to her about, but, um, but I just won't go interview yeah. for it. It's like, yeah. if it's a referral to me and it's a referral to the client, then Absolutely. I go, I go do yeah. that. But I work about 40 miles around town. Um, Sky Tuk Lake is about as far to the north as I'll go. Okay. Um, I live in the middle of Tulsa. Uh, right smack dab at 71st in Harvard area. Oh, wow. So I'm right that, in the that is literally in the Seven middle. miles to Admiral, seven miles to 141st, which That's is a big speed. So I've been there for 21 years. And, um, but I'll, I'll do anything as far east as Coweta, as far north as, as Skytook, as far west as Sepulpa. I, I did some business in Bristol. I did a lot of land deals in Bristol, but that's an easy 
44 drive and my daughter was at UCO. Oh, so it was on the way. It's on the way. <laughs> but I, I, I welcome all business. Um, like I said, everything is referral to me now. And I love that and you guys sent me so much last year. And yeah. I, think, I think you did get the gift basket, didn't you? Yes. Okay, Magnolia Soap. And, and there's a funny story. I got the gift <clears throat> basket delivered to my home. Gorgeous yeah. gift basket. Um, and then it was signed Scott. Well, there's there's another Scott. <laughs> and I was like, why did Scott send me, like, the whole team? And then, the, the, like, it was about a day and a half later. We were like, oh, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was like, that is really weird that this other Scott would have sent Which, me a yeah. gift basket. Could, yeah, that could be confusing. <laughs> it, was, right. it was great, though. It was, it was a, a great, basket. great successful yeah. year between the both of us and sharing really business. Was. And uh, yeah. Yeah. it's also supporting my friend who owns Magnolia Soap Cafe there at 15th and, and Cherry right. Street. Yes. And they have Wonderful a little product. spot in the mall. And um, yeah. so it's it, I use that for all my closing gifts because you know, it's like, well, you want a bottle of wine. Well, they don't drink. Well, how yeah. about this? Well, I don't like that. Everybody, back, does. everybody everybody does laundry <laughs> and, and loves scandals and it's all natural and, and so I, yeah. I've started doing that for every closing and the oh, response has been fantastic so that's fantastic I figured yeah. you know you would enjoy it as well yeah so it was it was definitely <clears throat> high-end yeah very posh I loved it for sure so when you're not when you're not doing the real estate thing you're probably doing a lot of sports watching sports I do a lot of research Okay, on sports? No, just no, on... No, just that's your, that's your, I, I, thing, just, your hobby. I do a lot of research on health and wellness. I do a lot of research okay. on international affairs. I do a lot of research on global economy. Um, it's, You're just a big old nerd. I, I am. I, we I, love you know, our nerds. I had a hip replacement in 2017. So that's the thing we have in common. We do. Is we both, which right or left? Right. Posterior or anterior? Anterior. It was bone on bone. They had the, oh, they pulled it, put everything. It's it's years of umpiring and officiating and okay. wear and tear on this on this right okay. hip. Okay. Yeah. So we both had the right yep. hip done. So when that <laughs> yeah. happened, we don't recommend people join that club. No. <laughs> but when that happened back in, in 2017, my last game on the field was at North Texas uh, in December 7th uh, in, in 2017, and I I, I knew that I. I couldn't do anything else. I had injections all year to get through the season. And I mean, I couldn't take my uniform off without help. So I knew it was time. So, and my daughter was getting ready to go to school at UCO and play soccer on the fall on Fridays and Sundays. Oh yeah. So it was the perfect timing. Again, everything just happens for reasons yeah. that, so I got my hip replaced in 18 and for the 30 days I was sitting at home, you know, obviously I don't want to get into any politics stuff, but there was a lot of stuff going on. So I'm like, I, I want to know what really is true. So I just started going out into the webs and, and, and finding two or three sources. And once I found three sources, I'm like, okay, I, I can believe this. Right. So, and, and ever since then, I've just continued to go down this path of researching, uh, you know, homeopathic stuff and, and yeah. uh, you know, different things that, you know, this isn't the, the, the platform to go into all those things. But so I research and then I play golf. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, and, and I play a lot of golf with my son. He just picked up the game a year ago and um, shot his first 79 within six months of wow. picking up the game. You gave him some pointers. I didn't. Other, <laughs> other, if you throw a club when playing with me, you can You're turn around here. and go home. 
But he works at Meadowbrook in the summer. Um, oh, nice. He played, okay. played four years of, of soccer. Bishop Kelly won three state championships there. So he's and a natural, though. Natural athlete. Yeah. He's uh, hand-eye coordination is great. He took some lessons and then just practiced and practiced. So he he's all ate up by the game of golf, and he, he works at the Meadowbrook Country Club yes. in the summer, all summer. And yeah, that's not a bad gig. So between golf and I've got two golden retrievers that I, I play okay. with, but I just I like to read. I like to research. I like to know... I like to know things. Yeah, that's I mean, a good that's thing. That's the yes. best way to put it. And yeah, and, yeah. and with real estate and, and technology allowing us now a lot more free time. Are you using the AI on anything yet? No. No? Okay. Well, no, I, we'll do a podcast on that, Jill. Let's write that down. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll have to watch it because I'm old school. I, you know, I, it took me a long time to, to even do the dot loop thing. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I've always, I've never been a tech savvy guy. I've never... Just even trying to get one of my listings on the on the Facebook is yeah, difficult. I yeah. got to have help on it. But yeah. like like I was telling Jill, I'm more of a, a, a people guy. Yeah. I, I can solve any problem you put in my in my way. Yes. I could figure it out. Uh, son of an attorney. Uh, oh, there you I go. know contract law extremely well. So yeah. if there's a contractual problem, I can figure it out that's and, and backed on on law because that's what our job is. Don't it's, you wish that more people really <clears throat> took the time to learn what the contract actually says? <laughs> We could avoid, honestly, 75% of all hiccups. I hope this doesn't know. get shared worldwide in Tulsa or globally or It's going Tulsa. to, so careful. But there's, and you know, and I, have, and I have no problem saying this, and I think Cheryl, Cheryl would agree with this, that there, there's about 25 to 35% of the people in our business that don't understand what our contract is. Absolutely. They'll go to class yeah. to get their continuing education right. and say they know it. But if there's posed a contractual problem, a real problem, not a, a make-believe problem with right. a date or something, but yeah. but a real problem. There's about thirty percent would be my my guess of people that don't understand says, what they are, what it says, and what they're obligated for. And, it, yeah. and what's frustrating is we've become so litigious in the last fifteen years that the contract. My dad used to write the original. Well, I won't say original, but he used to write the real estate contracts for the state of Oklahoma back oh, in the sixties okay. and seventies. Yeah. One page, two pages. Um, wow. You know, one page of disclosure. Uh, and now with the litigious society we we kind of moved into, the contract is is yeah. To and me. It, it literally <clears throat> says in there that all parties agree to go to mediation. Yes. Prior to, <laughs> I, and everybody wants to skip that part, but I just, yeah exactly. The only people who win are the attorneys. Nothing against the attorneys, but sometimes setting down and having a very valid point i mean yeah. when people yeah. want to go sue and pay attorneys five thousand dollars each for a two thousand dollar earnest I money i never for, understand that for yeah. you know it it, it, it is odd it is odd fortunately yeah. i've only been involved in, in i probably had 4500 sales in my career and only had one situation where i got into a lawsuit where my company had to back me it was not my fault right um <clears throat> had to do with disclosures in a midtown tulsa home and it, basement built in 1928 oh, wow. had a basement basements in tulsa in midtown uh below water level so you get some water seepage you have you have that issue basement was dry when they came for inspections the inspector said it looks like it passed there's been a little bit of water in here because of this and that uh, so they asked us to seal it we sealed it seller had no knowledge of any water being down there standing water when they lived there mm -hmm. so they had no knowledge of what had happened maybe before they lived there we had the worst rain uh, five years ago by the Arkansas River when all the floods yes. were happening in Tulsa. 
and this is close to, to there and so the water table is very high and they got about four inches of water in the basement and it ruined some of their antique stuff oh, that they put on the floor in a basement in Midtown. Yeah. So they, they sued me, they sued my company, they sued my sellers for non-disclosure. They couldn't prove anything, but the attorneys both got their money and my sellers eventually just agreed to pay them $10,000 to go away. Go away. Yeah. That's, that's the only so situation I've had, but it, yeah. you know, and that's the importance though of understanding the contracts and understanding what the disclosures are right. and making sure your, your sellers list everything. I don't care if it was 10 years ago, if you're aware of it, 10 years ago and a squirrel got in your attic and fell through the roof and you replaced the sheetrock and repainted it, just put it down. Yeah, yeah. I, I purchased my home and moved in. I was a year, uh, two years into real estate. One month after I moved in, my neighbor in a heavy rainstorm came over to me and he goes, hey man, I just want to let you know, uh, the middle portion of your wooden fence is down in the cul-de-sac. Oh no, it washed it away. Because the water would come from a behub uh, and, and they didn't disclose that. Yeah. And so anyway, I ended up having to replace the fence. And then about a year later, I was getting a drip, a leak in my skylight. I was like, oh shoot, I better go in the attic. So I climb up in the attic and we big two-story house and I had to go through my daughter's bedroom and, and then climb up to the attic and climb over there. And I get up there and I pull the insulation back and there's a towel stuck in there. Oh my gosh. So I know nice. that they didn't disclose that they had a, a leak. If there the is skyline. a towel there, that's a little, yeah. So, but at that point, there's nothing I'm going to do about right. it. If I try to sue, it's going to cost me $10,000 for what I can fix for yeah, $500. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and sometimes it just comes down to common sense. Even though you feel like you've been wronged in the long run, it may not be worth it. And you know you what, know, though? What that. I've learned in the past five years, forgiveness reflects back on you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I had someone stole my my uh, 6 a.m. in the morning. My Sequoia was parked out in the front of my, my house and some ladies were walking, started, I heard them yelling. And then about two minutes later, banging on my front door, I opened the door and they said, this guy was underneath your car. And, well, he stole my Cadillac convertible. Oh God, that's a thing right now. And, you know, and you know, that's gonna cost me six, $700 to replace. And the tow truck from AAA guy comes and because I just didn't want to drive it sounding like a 18-year-old yes. kid in you know, college. But <clears throat> tow truck guy comes at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I bet you're pissed. I'm like, you know what? I forgive the guy. You know, if he needs that more than I do, I'm not going to let this moment ruin, your ruin my whole day. Yeah, yeah. You know, so by forgiving him, I had a great day. Yes. I ended up, as a matter of fact, it was a day that I believe you gave me. I got a referral from you. And then I went out and played golf. <laughs> you know, there so you did it cost me money? It did. But what, what is money and happiness? It, you know, happiness yeah. is what you have in your heart. Yeah. You know, absolutely. and so you just try to forgive people and, 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 and move forward. And when people say something about you in a negative light, that's just a reflection on them. Right. That's you know, and, and once you start to understand that, life becomes so much better. Yeah. I try to look at it as <clears> if <throat> someone's really annoying me or I find them annoying there's something in there about them that's that I'm seeing that, in myself, and so I think, 100%. okay, I need to work on that. I, and that's <laughs> this past year has been a more of a spiritual growth for me because I, 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 what you just said. Yeah. If this guy's just annoying me, one of the guys at the golf course, and I just don't like playing with him, then that's not his problem. Right. It's absolutely. It's all on not. me. Yeah. So two things with the team, we say, um, <clears throat> your vibe attracts your tribe. So mm -hmm. if all of your clients are crazy and difficult. Maybe it's you that's crazy and difficult. Yeah. Um, and 
and I think you can attract the you know the right people into 100%. your into your world. So and that's why we're so excited that Scott came out today. Now um, we always like to ask a couple of questions. Sure. For one, are you more river or more lake? Because Tallahassee is surrounded by rivers and lakes. Maybe Tulsa not so much, but what are you a river guy or a lake guy? Well, I've never grown up going to either. Okay. But it, but if but if if I had my Druthers, I've, I've had my manifestations in my dreams and stuff. I, I have a cabin on a lake, on a cove of a lake with a lot of very tall trees, a little fire pit, and a nice peace quiet. Okay. So a cabin on, on, a, on, a, on a lake that's the lake off wins. the lake into, into a cove, uh, and I own three acres around it, and it's just me and my dogs Sounds and my family. Sounds very specific, Scott. <laughs> I've, well, I've seen it in, in my dreams, and I've seen it more than once. So I just figured that's in a past life. That's my home. That's where I've lived before. Who knows? I think we've got just the spot on like 10 killers, so we got to check that out. Now, the other question, and you kind of already answered it without even knowing about this, but we always ask, like, what, um, if, if money was no issue, what are three things your dream home would have to have? My wife, my dogs, and my kid. Okay, my okay. On a lake with a fire pit. Sure. Uh, <laughs> as far as the physicality things of a house, we both like to cook. I, I had an extensive background in a hotel restaurant, so I like to cook. I, I, I managed the, the Fountains restaurant years ago. Oh, and, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. It's something that was before real estate and before you know yeah. a lot of things. but. So I enjoy the restaurant industry, the fine dining side of things, the, the cooking. The, you know, so it would have to have a, a wonderful kitchen. Okay. And it would great have to kitchen. be open to a. It would have to be open to a, a great family room. Okay. Um, not one where you have the that you see so common in the three four hundred. Well, I don't know if you here, but online. Here's the kitchen. There's the island. There's the living. You know, right. It would have to be a nice big chef's kitchen. And then the family room, you know, a little offset. Probably, yeah. you know, ninety foot from wall to wall with a big, <laughs> you know, because that's you only live in those two rooms. That's and, and true. And the master bedroom. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. To, to me, it would be a nice master bedroom. I have a fireplace and a TV above it in my master bedroom now with an office attached. And Scott still says master too. Master. Are you trying to break yourself of that primary? Go to primary bedroom or no? No. <laughs> I. It is what we all know what it is. It so is what it is. But you know, as far as the house goes, I'd like I'd like some land. You know, I've I've, I've had five golden retrievers in my life, and I plan on having. If money was no issue, um, I I already have plans for. If money was no issue, uh, I have grand plans for things moving forward, which I'll keep to myself off the uh, That's okay. the podcast. Um, but it would just have to be land and family. Okay. You know, yeah. m money, money, family, and, and inner wealth make me happy. Not. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that is awesome. Well, yeah. and guys, so here's the thing. If you are looking for, you know, to buy or sell in his market and he is your vibe, reach out. We're going to put his information below. We'll tag him on Facebook. Hopefully he'll be able to figure oh, out goodness. how to find that. Uh, that's why that's why he has assistance and things like that. They'll help. That's you. why I follow all of her team on, on Facebook, so I know what's going on. <laughs> what's happening? Right, right. So, um, if you have any needs in that market, please reach out to Scott. As always, we're so appreciative that you watched this episode. And if you would like to be a guest on the episode, or you would like to recommend someone to be on the episode, reach out. Let us know. And as always, like, follow, and comment. And Scott, thank you so much. For I appreciate being it. Here. It's yeah. been great to meet you. It was great doing business for the last four years. Awesome. Thanks, everyone.